thank you so much for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer, a Chick with Beats, and once again, I am solo in the coop with sending warm wishes to my co-host Breezy Gibson. We've got a great show lined up for you today, of course, with music industry news, beats by yours truly sprinkled in throughout, and we have a special guest, Chelsea Payne, coming through to chat with us about mental health for artists and so it's definitely something you want to uh, make sure that you got your notepads and all that stuff ready for because we got some goodness to deliver to you and uh, without any further ado we're gonna go ahead and uh, jump on in with some beats by yours truly my featured beat of the week and then we'll get into music industry news right after that before you get to hear from our guests uh, coming up after the music industry news so stick around we've got a treat for you
right, and we are back with music industry news. First off, Warner Music Group will begin accepting new applications for its next HBCU immersion program in January of 2023. So this is a a great opportunity for anybody that attended an HBCU. Uh, The first six-week session that they had brought together 32 students out of over 150 applicants. So they say that the curriculum is really comprehensive. It's going to go over A&R, marketing, data science, business development, and of course, administration and licensing info. So there will also be weekly live virtual events that feature interactive learning activities and guest speaker panels. So once people actually complete the program successfully, students are then able to apply for a paid position within Warner Music Group's Summer Emerging Talent Associate Program. And so, of course, this actually extends across um, many of their sub-labels, so Atlantic, of course, the original Warner, Warner Music Nashville, Rhino, Warner Chappelle. I mean, it's so much, but great opportunity to take advantage of if you or someone you know attended an HBCU and has interest in the music industry, they may as well go for it. So that's going to kick off next January. You got plenty of time to prepare and be ready and spread the word. All right. And two of Austin's independent concert promoters, Resound Presents and Heard Presents, they consolidated their staff and resources to form a new partnership. So with these two independent companies officially merging um, after they worked together to reopen Parish in February, and then they began hosting shows in April. After that, they shared office space in South Austin right before the South by Southwest Festival. And so now that they've merged, they're anticipating offering over a thousand shows next year across Austin and San Antonio. And so, you know, with them being able to merge and offer so many more opportunities, that's great to know if you're an artist, either, you know, looking to get on a show or uh, travel to that area to check out what they've got going on. Definitely something to be aware of and try to make any connections you can there. So, you know, good information. It's always positive anytime that um they can bring, you know, more live events. It's something that people have really been missing since the pandemic. And uh, it's it's a beautiful thing that they're working on here. All right. And TikTok is hiring for A&R execs in London, L.A. and Sao Paulo, Brazil. So that way they can sign new artists and sign is kind of in quotes. But, you know, we've been talking about how much TikTok has done for the music industry altogether and it looks like they're not planning on slowing down anytime soon and i believe we've mentioned on here before that before it had switched into TikTok, it was originally musically so it's not so odd that you know they're putting their focus there so there's so many opportunities for independent artists but now uh the fact that they're hiring for this lets you know that there are bigger things to come and um, some of the roles that they're hiring for include ensuring that artists See ByteDance as the number one partner for artist development, promotion, and monetization. And they also want to focus on the U.S. music landscape and to be able to identify, sign, and develop new artists across genres, as well as serve as creative and strategic liaisons between artists and the platforms. So, hey, it sounds like they're working on something pretty special and unique, and I'm excited to see what comes forth from that. All right, and also DistroKid moves into video distribution with the launch of DistroVid. So now it's going to allow artists to upload an unlimited amount of music videos to various platforms and keep 100% of their earnings for a fee, of course. And so artists who upload music videos to DistroVid can have their videos distributed to Apple Music, Vivo, Amazon Music, title and even have the option to distribute it to the DistroVid gallery, which is a collection of all music videos submitted to DistroVid. So, you know, there's plenty of opportunities there, especially if you've been on the grind and making music videos. This way you can make sure that your music is in the place where you want it to be seen, to be found and discovered so that way you can find your fans. All right, and Big Machine Label Group and Black Noise teamed up to develop hip hop and R&B acts all around the world. And they're saying that the partnership is aiming to create an infrastructure that is competitive with major labels, but allows for a nimbler approach 
to releasing new music and developing new acts. So, you know, once again, more opportunities. It's nice to see uh, some of these labels kind of join forces, especially with the success that Big Machine has had uh, with some of these big names in their history. All right, and Sony Music Publishing has teamed up with Domain Capital to acquire the catalog from hit songwriter Ashley Gorley for an estimated $40 million. So with this exclusive deal that enables them to acquire rights in music that he composes over the next few years. So not just what he's already done, but what's coming forward. So we've been seeing a lot of this, um, whether it's different stakes or the whole catalog, it's a trend that doesn't appear to be slowing down, even though um, it does look like the bubble's kind of getting bigger and almost ready to pop. But for now, hey, it's still rolling. So once again, one of those things to consider um, you know, while it's okay to kind of go after trends or do whatever you think might be catchy or, um, you know, popular, which there's nothing wrong with that. But once again, with some of these trends, if you're looking to make money long term or, um, you know, just to have something that's substantial, make sure that you're making music that you actually care about. Because if you notice, anytime they're buying up these catalogs, that's what they're buying. So they're buying more than what lasts for the moment, but something that, um, you know, kind of touches the listener. So definitely something to keep in mind while you're doing that. All right, and the Africa Rising Music Conference is back and they're saying that it's even bigger and better than it was before. Um, it's a woman-led executive-focused conference that says that it's going to be a game-changer for African music and its connection to the European market. So it's going to be held in Johannesburg on the 24th and 25th of this month. And the program is supposed to include access to top-tier speakers, a penthouse studio turned artist hub, and plenty of networking opportunities and relationship building and all that good stuff. So, you know, shout out to our listeners over there. Uh, hopefully that's something that you can take advantage of. It sounds like a wonderful opportunity. And uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be able to check it out. And for anybody who's not in the area, something to keep in mind um, for future years coming, because this is not a one-time deal. So definitely something that you might want to think about, uh, making sure that you get a chance to check out. Okay, and Reservoir and Pop Arabia have acquired the Egyptian record label 100 copies. And so the whole purpose behind that is to be able to sign and develop Egyptian talent. So once again, excited to see that. And these last two stories just kind of drive the point home that we try to stress all the time here is that, you know, you got to think bigger than the U.S. So a lot of our listeners here, you know, they say, OK, my music's available on all platforms, but then you check some of these other ones and it's not there. So just a helpful hint to our U.S. listeners, you know, make sure that your music is everywhere that you can get it because the world is so much bigger than just the United States. All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause. And then right after that, we'll be back with more music industry news. And then after that, our special guest, Chelsea Payne, to talk about mental health for artists. Stay tuned.
right, and we're back with more music industry news. Sony generated $1.99 billion in revenue from recorded music and music publishing in the first quarter of the year. So it's been up 13.5% in comparison with the same quarter of last year. And Warner Music Group generated $1.38 billion in the same quarter, which is up 13.2% from their same quarter last year. So things are still rising. Uh, Sony Music Rights Operation uh, pulled in $237 million more million in that first quarter of this year than it did last year. And Warner Recorded Music Division saw its revenues hit $1.147 billion in the first quarter. And so, you know, just steady growth everywhere, which is always a good thing, which means that if these companies are still making money, we need to be looking at how they're doing it. So obviously streaming plays a big part of it and publishing along with uh, sync rights and all that good stuff. So oh, it's always good to watch the majors and see what they're doing for the success that they're actually obtaining. And it kind of gives you a blueprint to be able to model uh, your own success after. All right. And Alexander Yosef's crypto app Inflow raised $1.5 million in a seed round to be able to help artists fully monetize themselves. So Inflow is describing itself as a music platform that's the first Black-owned cryptocurrency app for musicians. And it wants to help users not only launch their own cryptocurrency, but also have new methods for independently monetizing. And so decentralization is a theme that we keep hearing anytime we talk about crypto and NFTs and all this good stuff. So, you know, there's definitely a shift going on. And, you know, it's been predicted before that there's going to be some movement away from some of these streaming sites that don't pay artists fairly. Number one, Spotify. And I mean, honestly, most of them basically pay less than pennies uh, per stream. So, you know, we're seeing people kind of revolt. We've seen uh, Blackstar not put their music out on some of these other major platforms, but chose to use another one that will pay more. And we're seeing, you know, same thing with Death Row. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely a shift happening. And this is definitely one of those apps to keep an eye on. So Inflow, make sure you check it out. Get all the information that you need to because hey that can be a really really big game changer for everybody here all right and some of the buzz that you may have heard diddy is launching a new r&b label called love records after he's teamed up with motown so love records will release singles and collaborative projects from artists producers and songwriters he's still going to remain the ceo of his bad boy entertainment empire but yeah a lot of people had different things to say about that once that news dropped and uh yeah why don't you chime in and let us know your thoughts on social media so hey you know he could be turning over a new leaf hopefully he will treat every artist that uh, is on his record label fairly this time around and uh yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about that all right, and Snapchat owner Snap Inc. is being sued by the Swiss Collection Society for refusing to pay authors and publishers for music on its platform. So they struck licensing deals with the big three major labels, Warner, Universal, Sony, and uh, over the past two years, which was actually the same time frame that they started to see their base grow uh, kind of consistently. So Suisa is the collection society for songwriters and publishers in Switzerland, and their subsidiary is Suisa Digital Licensing. So that's who actually filed the lawsuit against Snap Inc. for a copyright infringement. And so their catalog, their repertoire includes more than 80,000 songwriters, composers, publishers, and approximately 10 million works. So CSAC has actually been working closely with Suisa on their joint venture Mint. And CSAC has given them their full support in the suit. And, you know, just in case you're not aware, CSAC is a major player in North America as far as music rights goes. So with them being backed by CSAC, we'll probably see something go on with this. And we'll make sure that we keep you informed as we get more information as well. All right. And George Clinton is being sued by the widow of Funkadelic's Bernie Warrell in Detroit federal court. So the recent lawsuit filed says that the late musician was never properly compensated for his performance and works 
over hundreds of P-Funk and Clinton songs. So the defendants include George Clinton, his Southfield company, Fang Inc., Warner Brother Records, and Universal Music, which have agreements with Fang Inc. to release Parliament Funkadelic recordings. So, yeah, we'll kind of see how this plays out. I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to check out the documentary Tear the Roof Off, The Untold Story of Parliament Funkadelic, which is actually available on Amazon Prime, but it's definitely something to check out. And, you know, they talk a lot about some of the payment methods that he would use. Sometimes it wouldn't actually be money, but maybe drugs or some of this other stuff. So this lawsuit doesn't actually catch me by surprise and probably not you either if you've ever checked out the documentary but uh yeah we'll kind of keep you aware of what's going on as that unfolds all right and uh the dealer who supplied mac miller with deadly drugs received over 17 years in prison mac miller's death was caused by counterfeit oxycodone pills laced with fentanyl And one of the three men charged was sentenced this past Monday to more than 17 years in prison. So last year, he pled guilty to one count of distribution of fentanyl. And um, his connection to it was that he directed co-defendant Ryan Michael Rivas to give the pills to co-defendant Cameron James Pettit, who then sold them to Mac Miller. And so now, yeah, he's got some time coming. We'll see what happens with the other two defendants. Well, it serves as like a cautionary tale, if you will. Um, If you're out there doing anything illegal, you can be held accountable for it if it has some repercussions like this did. And also, um, you know, for anybody struggling with substance issues, this is also a possibility. Sometimes you get more than what you actually bargained for. So um, just definitely something to keep in mind. And uh You know, we're going to touch on that a little bit later as we discuss mental health uh, for artists. So just something to kind of keep in mind and be aware of. And also on the mental health front, the International Songwriting Contest had launched in Nashville, uh, centers around musicians' mental health. So the Liverpool International Song Contest is celebrating its second season by connecting the two music cities with the road to Nashville. So every musician who submits their song to the contest will be able to opt into a network of mental health services, which is a wonderful opportunity. Um, you know, it's it's a lot of tough work to be a creative, especially um, in the current economic climate, the environment, all the different things that are going on. So it's understandable for anybody that's struggling, but here's an opportunity Um, you know, if it's something that you want to take advantage of. And so out of the 20,000 submissions last year, 600 musicians were able to receive mental health support. So there's an opportunity there. And again, on the mental health front, Help Musicians has launched a new mental health platform called Music Minds Matter Explore. And so Music Mind Matters Explore is a new website that provides people in the music industry with help and resources for mental health support. So depression, performance anxiety, whatever you got going on, it doesn't matter how minor or major you feel like it is if you need the help. Uh, Once again, that's there and that's through Music Minds Matter Explore. All right, and now we're gonna take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with our special guest, Chelsea Payne, as she offers input on the importance of mental health for music artists. Stay tuned.
hey, this is Breezy Gibson right here. And, you know, and today is another in a series of very, very special and impactful days. Our special guest today is a, a woman who has has crossed a lot of bridges, has helped a lot of people, has listened with her listening ear to understand what people are going through. And she is one who understands and can provide some 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 relief some uh, uh direction from some just all kinds of responses on the positive side to uh, uh something that is very impactful in today's life and so without any further ado let's go ahead and bring her to the line the one and only miss chelsea Payne, and she is the founder of pain and glory miss Payne. Are you with us? I am indeed. Thank you so very much. Okay. Okay. Pain and Glory Incorporated, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I know you and known you for a long time, but for our listeners who may not know you, give them a little bit of background on who Chelsea Payne is, where does she come from, and what it is that she represents on the earth today. Well... I like that. What I represent in the earth today, I might put that one in my back pocket. So <laughs> as, as you just said, I am Chelsea Payne. I am the founder of Pain and Glory Incorporated. I am a native Atlantan, believe it or not. I am literally from Atlanta, Atlanta Public Schools, the whole nine. Um, and I have, since I was a little girl, I have always liked or not even like, I don't even know that I even knew that I liked it, but I've always been the one that was always a helper. It just mm -hmm. was innately in me. I was always an encourager um, and it's always just been a part of me. What I, And so I, 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 that's why I kind of took back what I said a moment ago about like, because it just was always a part of me, like um, breathing. You know, we like to breathe, but we don't think about it. So it's just, it's just a part of us. And so, um, growing up, that kind of was my thing, being an encourager. Fast forward, um, as it pertains to Pain and Glory Incorporated, I started it in 2005. Um, and I started it because in my mind, there had to be other women like me. And here's what I mean by that. I have been in a volatile, abusive relationship. And although I was no longer physically in the relationship, mentally, emotionally, I was still there. I was still bitter. I was still hurt. I was still angry. I was still dealing with issues um, that were all internal, had nothing to do with, you know, the external that I had been dealing with. It was all an, an internal battle, right? And so at as years passed on, now mind you, I didn't just get out of the situation and just start a nonprofit. That wasn't the case. This is a span of years. And so I realized, you know what? Let me let me do what you always hear people say. Let me reach back and get someone else. Let me let me do that. Let me I I recognize that this was a problem and an issue and a thorn in my side. I know I can't be the only one. So I started painting Pain and Glory Incorporated um, as a way um, to help other women who had experienced um, similar, didn't have to be the same, but similar um, situations as pertain to domestic abuse. Um, and um, so what I did was I hosted events and I brought in specialists and, and experts in the area of from everything from domestic violence to um, self-esteem to uh, you name it every component of the mind body and spirit we kind of brought those type of people in that started in 2005 a few years later we expanded our platform to include women's health and wellness because while it's great to to now have your self-esteem intact while it's great to now know that you are you do matter that you are more than what you went through what about that health what what about mm. what about the high numbers 
of of African American women who is who were experiencing issues with everything from infertility to heart disease. Let, let's get into that, you know. Um, and so that's what we did. And then so we have every uh, April we have um, our annual Women's Health and Wellness Expo. Um, and throughout the year we're doing things that that um, are directly related to women's health and wellness. And then lastly, in 2014, we launched an initiative that again <laughs> was near and dear to my heart, which started out as something else. And here's what I mean. And I, and I laugh because God has a sense of humor. He really does. I, um, in 2013, I, uh, God gave me pain in the pews, right? P-A-I-N, not like my last name, P-A-Y-N, but any, but P-A-I-N, like actual pain, pain in the pews. And so I'm like, okay. I'm like, but wait a minute. That sounds sound a little harsh. That sounds like I'm coming after the, the church in a negative way. So I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. you sure, God? Because that wasn't certainly <laughs> something that I thought of on my own. I'm not sitting around just thinking about, you know what? I think this is a good idea, pain in the pews. That was not the case. So, so it was pain in the pews, colon, and then subtopic XYZ. So whatever the subtopic was, that was what it was going to be. This Now, mind you, this is what I'm thinking it's going to be. Our very first event was held in April 2014, and it was called Pain in the Pews, colon, Domestic Abuse and the Church. Mm-hmm. And so um, that, that event... Because I was so in my mind thinking, oh man, this this is a tight fit here, God. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but so I, what I did was I rented a small venue, very small little venue. Very, it was cute to me. I thought it was nice, and I was like, you know, if if not a lot, if not a lot of people show up, it'll be okay because it's a, you know it's a little <laughs> bitty venue. But what happened was because of that title alone. We were packed in there. We were putting down mm-hmm. chairs where chairs do not belong. Like it was literally a fire hazard, but praise God, <laughs> we didn't get shut down. But it was powerful in that we had two guest speakers. And these two women, my only regret is that I did not record that session. But on the flip side, it, it was so intimate that it probably didn't need to be recorded. But it was a powerful event. Um, and so what happened 2014 still um god instructed me to have it again now usually i'm thinking it's going to be something annual so i'm thinking mm-hmm. okay well next april we'll do this right again boom but no september of the same year he gave me pain in the pews colon uh serving with broken pieces mm-hmm. and this was for leaders whether you were a leader in the marketplace your business owner leader in church leader in your home whatever function of leadership you held whatever heavy crown you wore that that event was for you and i learned my lesson i, I actually rented out a larger room i rented out a space at the marriott hotel and i'm thinking okay i have learned my lesson this is plenty big enough for you know, this event, which was September 2014. Once again, the same thing happened. We were packed. We were packed. And again, I had great speakers um, and they did a phenomenal job. And that September, God said, now pay attention. And I had not paid attention to what had had the common thread that was woven between April and September. And that was who was in attendance and what was said afterwards. Who was in attendance at the first one, the domestic violence in the church? There were a lot of women because it was, you know, we're, we're basically a, a, an organization for women. Um, so it was a lot of women who were in leadership in church, whether it was ministers, elders, evangelists, teachers, you know, serving in some type of capacity in in the church that was the first one and the second one of course because you know several broken pieces there were a lot of leaders um at that one he said now pay attention to what they said and so i didn't notice it at first i i promise you i didn't but the the i went back and i looked at text messages 
Facebook messenger messages, inbox messages from on Instagram of people who were in attendance for both events. And although I didn't have the language that I have now for some of them, I knew I knew that I knew what I was looking at. And what I mean by that was there were a lot of people who were dealing with what I what I know now is depression, anxiety. There were people who were dealing with um, addictions and substance abuse um, that I was like, oh my goodness, I did not see this, but it wasn't time for me to see it. Mm -hmm. And so that same year is when, when pain in the pews, colon, mental health and ministry was birthed. And mm -hmm. so that is the newest initiative that we started. Um, and we, and, and that of course is not uh, just for, for women, it's for everybody. It's for men, women, families. Um, and I myself am a person who's diagnosed with uh, anxiety and panic disorder. And it took me having my first pain and abuse mental health and ministry event to even openly say that to in public. And it was the most, that was the most scariest. Um, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe I said it. I really had no intention of saying it, but God knew what he was doing. And so our initiative, Pain and Abuse Mental Health and Ministry, our, our desire is to bridge the gap between the mental health and faith communities, knowing that you can indeed have a prayer life and a therapist at the same time. And so it has been going strong ever since, since 2014. Okay. 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 Beautiful. So now, yeah. <laughs> now, Miss Payne. Now, there's another subtitle. And see, with us right here at this show, the subtitle that I'm gonna reveal is "Pain and Glory: Musicians in the Music Industry." Oh wow! Because people. Who are involved artists vocalists musicians singers recording engineers dancers uh, just just lighting people who operate the the, the the stage lights and so on and so forth there's a whole new realm to add into that because if you think all of the titles that I just gave well, the musicians and vocalists and singers and all that the, the, that group guess what mm -hmm. they're part of the group that you just mentioned mm -hmm. especially Absolutely. with all the substance issues and depression because anytime you put your art out there in the world like that there's a lot that you gotta combat and sometimes it's really really hard and difficult um, I think most of us have learned that it's a part of the territory, so maybe we don't speak out about it. And then sometimes that stuff just kind of bubbles up. And so, yeah, you raised a, a very, very good point, Breezy, because, yeah, um, we've titled for this month, you know, it's about dealing with um, mental health for artists because a lot of people do let things go unchecked and maybe they're not even aware that they're struggling with depression or other uh, mental health issues. So yeah, we're glad mm -hmm. that you're here to kind of bring awareness to that. And here's the well, thing, you you made a, I'm sorry. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. You made an excellent point because creatives, creatives have such a challenge because being creatives, sometimes, like you said, putting out, putting your gift and your talent out there it is it is it is often daunting because the creatives you know see things differently they hear things mm -hmm. differently they they understand with a different ear they see with a different lens and so you're different already because of that mm -hmm. now if in fact you come and say because you're always the creative one you're always the one with the ideas you're always the one that's always there you're always the one that makes sure everything is running smoothly you're always the one to make sure the sound is right the lighting is right the pitch is right the songs are right mm -hmm. the words are right everything's right so no one is looking at the invisible person mm -hmm. because we're not looking at the fact that oh he or she is acting different today oh they're, they're just creative that's just how they are mm -hmm. no 
<laughs> no, can you not see me? Right. So then you've got because they they feel unseen. You know, even though their creativity is seen, their craft is seen, they're not seen. So mm -hmm. then you've got people who self-medicate in whatever mm -hmm. that means. Because sometimes when we say self-medicate, we think illegal substances or alcohol. But that's not always the case. Sometimes it's prescription. Sometimes it is food. Sometimes it is people. Mm -hmm. You know, so it it is not all. It is not always. You know the you know illegal substances or recreational drugs or anything like you know it, the the span is wide and and the reach is far, but you know understanding it is still you know pain and abuse mental health and ministry what what creatives do is still a ministry it doesn't mean that it's, it has to be within the four walls of the church. Mm -hmm. uh, so I want <laughs> I want to be clear on that when when I say pain and abuse mental health and ministry sure we're talking about faith. But that doesn't mean it has to be within the four walls of the church, mm. because it, and and when you talk about the industries of of music, entertainment of any sort, you know, film, radio, television, any art, gifting or talent, it comes with its own challenges. And so I, I'm glad that you all have have brought that you know, brought that to the forefront. Cause I don't think people notice, you know, people, like I said, people see the gift and, and the, and the create the, the gift of the creative, but not the creative person. Mm. That's so Ms. well Payne. said. <laughs> the yes. pressure, yes, sir. The pressure Ms. <laughs> of we signed you to this music contract and we demand that you produce a new song. And it's got to be a hit because we gave you all of this money in advance so what are you gonna do that's a right. lot of pressure Miss that's a lot that's of pressure a and let, let's not even you know forget about what if i'm not even used to having this kind of money mm. and i've got everybody trying to tell me what to do with it i don't know what to do with it so i'm just doing what what it looks like i should do and mm. so now you've got um, you know people pulling at your pockets and then when it when the rubber hits the road you have no money because you don't so now there's the added pressure and the added weight of i you know of of ignorance that i'm not saying it in a, in a negative connotation i mean mm -hmm. ignorant in the fact of i simply do not have the information and knowledge to 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 help myself and so now i'm taking advantage of in in certain aspects you know and now this has put me in a I'm not saying a diagnosed state of depression, but it could it could lead to anxiety, you know, being anxious, being in a depressed state. Um, it could lead to making bad choices, as we talked about a moment ago about the substance abuse. So there are things that could lead to to more to bigger things when you are um, ill prepared and you're under such pressure. Um, you know, what if you are uh, are creative, but and and, I, and I've used this example because I've seen this example. What if you're creative but you're dyslexic and you're given this 15-page contract to read? Mm. Well, you know, yeah, that's that's a little pressure there. So you <laughs> sign, you sign, and now now what? Because you're too you're too overwhelmed and anxious to say I don't know what this says. You don't want it people to know. Mm. So you you've got the added pressure of that so did you you all have brought up I, I'm, I'm taking my mental notes on this one because <laughs> interestingly yeah. enough it's not it's not something that is that has not come up but you guys made it very specific and i like that i love that yeah. uh, bringing that to the forefront there are so many people in this industry that hey they need to know how to get in touch with you and they need to, to get in touch with you yes. for uh observations for education mm -hmm. and um i mean now I look a chick with peace i know you got questions I, <laughs> let me back up Go right and get the first. i mean no i mean she pretty much sealed it with everything i mean yeah <laughs> I, I just really really appreciate you coming on and sharing your insight and your wisdom um you know it's very very helpful and yeah i can't thank you enough oh well, well thank you Okay, so now how do people get in touch with you? 
And where, do, where can they follow you on in social media? Well, let me let me first start out by saying uh, thank you again for having me on here. I want the audience to know that I am not a mental health professional, but I am an advocate. So on our website, you'll have um, you'll find many resources um, to aid you if in fact you want additional information. And that website is www.painandglory.com. And again, that is P-A-Y-N-E. A-N-D-G-L-O-R-Y. I want you to make sure you put put it in the right pain. So that's P-A-Y-N-E-A-N-D-G-L-O-R-Y.com is how you can reach us on our website. Um, if you want to reach us on social media, please find us on Facebook. Um, again, that's Pain and Glory. Every Monday night at 7 o'clock, we have our broadcast, Pain and Abuse Mental Health and Ministry, what I was just talking to you about. So we have every Monday night um, a segment um, that, that is dedicated to a different topic every week. And I think you guys may have just given me another topic. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but that is Facebook. Um, and you'll find us Pain and Glory um, on Facebook. Facebook. We also have a Facebook group, which is Mental Health and Ministry, which is our Facebook group. Um, and also you'll find us on Instagram and Twitter at Pain and Glory, P-A-Y-N-E-A-N-D-G-L-O-R-Y. Again, that's Instagram and Twitter at PainandGlory.com. I'm sorry, not .com on, on Instagram, it's just Pain and Glory. Pain and Glory, okay. Awesome. Now now, you know this isn't going to be the only time that you're <laughs> oh, no. going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. we got to have you back. Yeah. <laughs> I would yes. love that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so um, I know, you know, you, you, <laughs> you provided so much impactful information in such a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, you've got the listeners sitting there waiting for more, waiting for more. Okay. So, you know. <laughs> we got to make it happen and you are at the center of, of uh, that spectrum and so uh we want to stay in touch with you and, and you know when you have events you know holler at us about the events that you're having so we can yes can, indeed uh, disseminate that information and uh you know so welcome to music marvels with the <laughs> chick with beats and breezy gibson because um there's a you know in all seriousness there are a lot of topics that a lot of people in the music realm, in the artistic realm, in the creative realm, as you say, that uh, they need educating and awareness in a lot of different, from a lot of different directions. So, uh, yes. you know, you, yes. you, 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 you got the big spoon and you're stirring it up. So um, <laughs> I'm so glad. Thank you for that. I almost forgot. There is one you said events. I almost forgot um, coming up and, and you've been a part of, of a couple of hours, I believe, but coming up September 17th is our eighth annual pain and abuse mental health and ministry conference. Um, mm -hmm. And that's going to be held right here in Metro Atlanta. Um, and more information will be coming out about that soon, but that is going to be September 17th. Um, and that is our annual, eighth annual conference. So I am looking forward to that. Okay. Awesome. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the illustrious voice of our guest, special guest, the one and only Miss Chelsea Payne. And she's the founder of Pain and Glory. She's given out all, all of her uh, contact information. So follow up with her and, and zone in to the, the different means that she's bringing forth and then we'll look to try our best. Now, Miss Payne stays busy, so I can't guarantee that we can get her on our schedules because she's busy, but we're going <laughs> to try our best. <laughs> so thanks for, for joining us today. A chick with beats. Any you. final comments? Nope. I'm um, just, yeah, thank you once again. And if to all the listeners out there, make sure that you check her out at all those places that she mentioned and, you know, make sure you uh, get out to that conference. It sounds like it'll be a great time. Sure does. Sure does. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Well then, Miss Payne, you be blessed and we'll be checking back with you. Thank you so much. The same to you guys. Be blessed. All right. Thank you. you. Will. 
All right, and that's a wrap uh, for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chickle Beats and Breezy Gibson. Once again, thank you for tuning in. We really, really appreciate you rocking with us through all this time. And of course, we'll be back next week as well. I'd um, like to give a shout out to our home stations, Grander Radio, broadcasting out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio, broadcasting out of Denver, Colorado. And so, uh, yeah, so we thank you once again for tuning in. You know where to find us. Same time, same place. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace.